0: It talks about in Hebrews, let's hold fast the profession or the confession of our faith. Confession means acknowledge, but it means to say it with your mouth. We want to loose the frequency of heaven into the atmosphere around us. And so what do we do? The word Paul said this. We believe. And so therefore we speak That's second Corinthians chapter four, I believe we believe and so we speak. And you know what God said to Israel? Do you remember they were in the wilderness in their so-called wanderings? And uh, as actually before it actually started, the 40 years started. The people, remember, they had been complaining, Oh, would God, uh, Numbers 23, Would to God that we'd have died in the wilderness instead of coming out here to starve like we are right. Would to God we'd have died in Egypt when we had leeks and garlic and all the good food to eat and the wonderful life to live in Egypt Oh, wish we'd have just died there instead of you leading us out here to the wilderness, out here to die of thirst. And the Lord appeared. He said to Moses, get out of my way, Moses. I'm going to wipe them out and start another nation from you. Okay, buddy. And Moses said, no, 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 Lord. No, I'm not letting you do it. God said this, as you, Israel, have spoken in my ears, so I'll do to you. Now, that was negative, wasn't it? He said, you said you want to die in the wilderness. You're going to die in the wilderness. But you know what he says to us? Hold fast the profession, the confession of our faith. And what is that? What Jesus said about us, what Jesus did for us, what Jesus did to us. You think about it. He said, I love you this much. And he died. Think about that. He did all that for us. So what should we do? We should hold fast to the profession of what he's done for us, what he's done to us, what he's doing in us right now. And I uh, Wednesday evening, you got to start coming to the believers Wednesday evening meeting. We're moving it this week from a 630 to 730 time slot. So those of you with uh, obligations for the next morning that need to get to bed a certain time, you can get to bed on time. Okay? we're going to move it to that. We get we get together and act like believers. How many of y'all enjoy the believers meeting Wednesday night, huh? Come up in there and get the guitar out, the get fiddle, as we call it down south, get the get fiddle out and play on a little bit and worship and praise the Lord together and pray for each other. And different ones, the Lord, as it says in First Corinthians 14, when you come together, one of you has a doctrine, has a psalm, has a teaching, has a revelation. And Wednesday night we came close to that, I think. Hallelujah. This past Wednesday night was a really wonderful time together. So come to Wednesday evening believers meeting. We're we're streamlining, streamlining it for everybody. Uh, I want to confess a few of the things that's in the bulletin, what God says about me. I I found one of my old notes, little brochures that I've used for for ministering notes about confession of faith. Okay, would you say some of these things with the dola kicked off? That was the leading of the Holy Spirit, I believe. For her to kick the service off with that. We hadn't talked about this. We didn't plan this. Say this out loud with me. I am complete in him. Who is the head of all principality and power. And his name is Jesus. Colossians 2 10. Ephesians 2 5. I am alive with Christ. Christ. Romans 8, 2. See, you speak out the the address of it. Romans 8, 2. I am free from the law of sin and death. death. Isaiah 54, 14. I am far from oppression, oppression. and fear does not come near me. you. You, You need to notify. The enemy of your soul, that mean, I say the mean guy downstairs. We don't have anybody down in the basement, do we, Cecil? (laughs) The mean guy downstairs that I refer to. We need to notify him of where we stand, of where we're standing fast. Ephesians 6 talks about the armor of God. And it's the very last verse of the armor says, and having done all to stand. That word in the Koine Greek means having overcome, having won that battle. You stand there. And notify. We are the champion, my friend. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) I think in songs all the time. Okay, so we know we got to notify him. How do we notify him? The same as we notify heaven. We speak out the word, proclaim that word, grab hold of that word, decide we're going with that word. Amen. hallelujah. Hallelujah. We make a, uh, I've heard it called a quality decision. Anybody ever heard that phrase? A quality decision, that's a decision from which there is no retreat. There's no turning back, you make it and that's how it's gonna be, bless God. Amen. 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 Now, here's something that we, and I want, I want you to speak this out loud, something that we pray before service and Dole and I come together at night and maybe it sounds like a broken record after all this time. We come together in the evenings before we hit the sack and we're, we're, we're in devotions, if you want to call it that. We're just before the Lord, uh, proclaiming and praying and reading the word. And this is something that I lift up our family. This is a family. We've got a neat new phrase about gentle shepherd. Hallelujah. Gentle shepherd, a place you can call home. Hallelujah. A church, Hallelujah. You, can, a church you can call family. Would you think about that? Gentle shepherd, a place you can call home, a church you can call family. God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Just like that song says, welcome to the family. We're glad that you've come to share your life with us as we grow in love. And may we always be to you what God would have us be, a family always there to be strong and to lean on, to lean on. The, what, what did you all call this? The, the hand of hope? The bucket over here on the side? Project. I'm sorry. I I say I've slept since then, but I haven't. But (laughs) Project Hope. Okay. so join in with Project Hope and be a blessing to people. So here's one thing I want us to, to say right now. Grab hold of it and believe. I have received the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus. The eyes of my understanding being enlightened. That's Ephesians 1, 17 and 18. Very, very powerful, very important prayer that you can pray. I prayed that for people that needed salvation. Family members, anybody standing for a family member that needs to come to Jesus, huh? Start opening up your Bible to Ephesians one seventeen and 18 and pray it out loud for that family member. Say, Father God, I pray for Johnny. I pray for Susie, my sister Susie. I prayed for her for months and months. And then one day she calls me and says, I I got saved. She used to cuss me out for saying Jesus in front of her. She was in trouble with the law. But all of a sudden, out of the blue, I hadn't talked to her in a while. And all of a sudden, I got saved, Junior. I got saved. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Hallelujah. Why? Because the eyes of her understanding became enlightened The light of God was able to shine in and she could see it. Who in their right mind would want to go not to the basement, but downstairs way down there? Huh? Who would want to go down there? Anybody? Not not my right mind. I'd never choose that. Amen. Never would I choose that. Never would anyone thinking properly decide they want to go that way forever. Everyone who's thinking is thinking properly is going to choose Jesus. You know that? How many of y'all know that? How many can say amen to that? You know? Say it. I choose Jesus. I choose my Savior. I choose my Redeemer. I choose the Holy One. He's mine and I'm his. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You got to get happy when you say that. You know, you got to get really happy. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha. Ha ha. You know, God. Father, God gets happy, he says in the word, He that sits in the heavens shall laugh because he sees his day is coming. Glory to God. Ha <laughs> ha We could laugh over it. Couldn't, couldn't we laugh over that? <laughs> Join with the Father in laughing. Amen. You know, I, I was uh, to, to get into some word here. We have a lot of things, a grand vision. Pastor Junior Al. Uh, Turned, to set us in the body here. Jesus set us in the body. We had to to say yes, set us in the body. And I believe she figured that we might grab hold of the grand vision of a gentle shepherd and that we could bring the grand vision, trying to talk in tongues up here, bring the the grand vision into greater fruition and a greater manifestation here. Amen. So Dole and I have got some, some grand visionary ideas We want to be, I mentioned to you, we want to be the gentle shepherd, the place of acceptance. And we want, we pray for each of our family members. If you see someone brand new, is anybody brand new this morning? Maybe you're visiting for the first time or you had not been here in a while. Okay. If you see someone, you see anyone of the family go up and smother them with acceptance. Can you get that picture I'm painting there? Smother him with acceptance because you won't suffocate from acceptance. Amen. You'll be blessed from it. Amen. And then it's to be a place of repentance, not just repenting from sin, but repenting to righteousness and what God has said and what God has provided through Jesus for each of us. Amen. Repentance to that. Walk in that. Amen. And then the third was gentle shepherd, the place of blessing. Who remembers what the definition of blessing is to speak well of of. that's right. The place of blessing. Amen. Blessing. I bless you in the name of the Lord. I decide I will bless you in the name of the Lord. I want you to smother one another with blessing because you will not suffocate with blessing. All these blessings, you're obedient to the Lord. All these blessings shall come upon you and shall overtake you. How many of you want to be chased down by blessing? Amen. Amen. By the blessing. Amen. I'm set on that. Hallelujah. I put blessing bait all over me. So when I'm running across the field, blessing is chasing me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's be a place of blessing. I want us to know how to be a blessing. Do you have any ideas of how to be a blessing? You can do individual things, yes. But there is a grand vision, a grand method, a grand way that we as a child of God can be a blessing. Jesus made the statement, Acts chapter 1. How many of y'all remember that? Uh, go, go to Jerusalem. Wait on me till you be tarried with power from on high. You shall be witnesses. Remember that? And I'm sure you've been instructed in the area of being a witness, haven't you? Amen. Amen. Being a witness, shining as a light for Jesus. Being a witness is not the same as doing witnessing. I can remember in Bible school days, many, many moons ago, way back in the 20th century, (laughs) I can remember... Uh, I, some of the Bible, you know how Bible school students, they're loaded with zeal and lacking in knowledge. Right. Amen. Loaded with zeal, but lacking in knowledge many times. I remember Ben Franklin had made a statement. I, I enjoy some of the little jewels that Ben Franklin put out. He had some real one line zingers. He made this statement one time. Everyone is born ignorant. Can anybody say amen? Everybody, you're, you're born ignorant. But he said, it takes hard work to be, to remain stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Can anybody amen to that? Say amen. It takes hard work to remain stupid, you know? So our purpose as a child of God is to overcome, to move past ignorance. Amen. And completely avoid stupidity. Completely grasp hold of wisdom. Amen. amen. Completely grab hold of it. Amen. Another thing Ben said that I liked, he said, I wake up in the morning. He said, I wake up early in the morning. He said, at nine o'clock. Oh, glory to God. Oh, Lord, let that be early. <laughs> I wake up at nine o'clock. I go out. I reach over and grab the morning paper. He said, I read the obituaries first thing. And if my name is not there, I go ahead and get up. <laughs> That's a good philosophy, <laughs> Amen. We... I'm about to get happy up here. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Get him, Holy Ghost. Get him, Jesus. Get him big this morning. And I'll let you get me all you want. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I'm try- trying to waste time. I'm trying to be happy up here. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Joy could be said this way. J for Jesus, O for others, Y for you. Think about that. Ben Franklin didn't even say that one. (laughs) Jesus said, my joy I leave with you, didn't he? Amen. Y'all feel the joy? I can feel, I can sense the joy of heaven. Amen. Glory to God. How to be a blessing. How to be a blessing. Be witnesses, you shall be witnesses. The word means you'll exist. Everything about you will say witness. What is a witness? They testify, right. Brother Al was a judge. Is, he, he is judge, Peniman, right? They, he might have retired from the bench, but he's Judge Peniman. And, and the judge, <laughs> the judge would say, you may call your witnesses. So that person is being a; they exist as a witness in that trial, amen. And they, they put their hand on the Bible. I believe that when I've been in the court, it's been that way. Put the hand in the Bible, and they say, sw- "You swear to hold the truth, hear the, tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth." So help you God. Thank you, Jesus. And they say, "I do." Yeah. And at that point, they're sworn in as a witness. And their word is accepted as the truth. And what happens if it's not the truth? they in trouble, right? Aren't they, Pastor Al? <laughs> They're in trouble if they didn't tell the truth after they swore that oath. Perjury, right? Yeah. Getting it's problems. So you be, a wit- you be a witness. You're existing as a witness in that court. You're sharing your testimony as to what you've seen and heard and done. And they accept it as the truth. You're being that witness. Amen. You want to be a blessing. The place of blessing. I saw one hand raised back there. Thank you for that one went, one hand. One amen back there. Amen. <laughs> you want to be a blessing. How do I be a blessing? Well, to be a witness, what had to happen? What did Jesus say? You shall receive the Holy Ghost and you shall be witnesses. Amen. Well, you shall receive the blessing and you shall be a blessing. Genesis chapters 13 through 17. Genesis chapters 13 through 17. How many of you ever sang the song? Father Abraham had many sons and many sons had father. There's no kids in here to do it with me. (laughs) Had father Abraham. I am one of them and so are you. So let's just praise the Lord. Right arm, Father. Amen. Y'all know where I'm coming from, right? (laughs) I did the kids pastoring things. That was one of their favorite songs. Father Abraham, this is in Genesis. and, And God said, I have called you to be a blessing. He said, I'll bless you and multiply your seed exceedingly until there's not room enough to receive it. He said, took him out into the night sky and said, look, look up there. You ever gone outside and looked up? What do you see up there? If if there's not a bunch of clouds, what do you see? Sparkles, Sparkles, right? Sparkles. You ever try to count them? Anybody? I did when I was young, but I ran out of numbers. (laughs) And God said, look up there. He looked up there. And God says, so shall your seed, your descendants be. Count them, Abraham, he said. So you look at Abraham and I imagine, you know, when I when I got the opportunity, the privilege of going to the other side. Abraham is a burly sort of fellow. Nice looking guy, burly, happy. Loving. You can't help but be loving up there, but loving and very wise. And I picture Abraham, he's not as tall as me. OK, but, but I picture Abraham looking up perfect eyesight and start One, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis. He didn't speak Spanish. But anyway, he was counting. And after a while, he says, Lord, Yahweh, I, I, I run out of numbers here. What do I do? Yahweh says, that's how many descendants you'll have. And here's another thing he said in you through your descendants shall every nation, every people of the earth be blessed. Now think about be wit- be a witness, exist as a witness, be every nation, be blessed. How will that happen? When you exist as a blessing. So how do I be a blessing? How do I be a blessing? Psalm number one, I normally have got these Psalm all marked number number one. Up. And uh, I do have markers, but not in that spot, because that was a leading of the spirit of the Lord just now. Psalm number one, verse one, when you get it, would you shout amen? amen. How many brought your swords this morning? Amen. And It doesn't have to be a Bible. It could be an iPad or, or a phone or something. I've got 33 versions of the word on my phone, so it could be that. But just to have the word in our hands, I believe, is important. Amen. I like to put a yellow. I don't have a pocket on this shirt here. Uh, my, my fashion consultant gave me a shirt without a pocket, so I came Unequipped this morning, I don't have my yellow highlighter. I like to have a yellow highlighter. And when something grabs hold of my eyeballs out of the word or my heart out of the word, I like to yellow highlight that. So I see it stands out when I go through there again. Psalm chapter one, verse one. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers. But they delight in the what? In the word, in the law You can always substitute, for you as a New Testament, new creation. You could always, instead of that word law, you could put word of the Lord. They delight in the word of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. Meditating on it day and night. Now, you understand they're painting pictures King David was what before he became anointed as king? What was King David? He was a shepherd. He was a farmer. He was a rancher. So he he likes to talk in agricultural pictures, doesn't he? So he says, but they delight in the law of the Lord and meditate in it day and night. He's talking about, the Hebrew word there is referring to sitting out with the sheep And we had cows at our place and some mules on our farm, but cows and some horses. And one of the things I noticed about them is they'd go out and they'd be chomping that grass on the pasture all day long. But in the middle of the chomping on the grass, they would take a break from that. And what was happening? They were trying to digest their food. Well, they'd get some digested, but then they would go sit down. The horses didn't do this too much, but the cows sometimes would kind of lay down on the ground, put their legs under and kind of squat on the ground. And they'd be sitting there, and you wonder, what is going on? After a little bit, they start moving their mouth. Anybody ever seen that happen? They're doing this. Their teeth are doing this across their, their, their upper teeth. You know what that's called? Chewing the, cud. Chewing the cud. To us, that's gross, isn't it? You chew my food again. Ew, yeah. Oh, make me gag here, people, you know. That's, that's to us, humans, who don't do that. But to them... What are they doing? They're making that grass more of a part of their being. It's called digestion. It's called digestion. You know, we do that. Hopefully, your tummy's working okay. I think mine's working okay. Your tummy's working okay. If it isn't, we want to lay hands on you and get that taken care of because Jesus took those infirmities. Amen. But so we we take that and we the good shepherd the great shepherd the good shepherd what does he do he leads you in green pastures for your soul's sake amen Psalm 23 so you've gone and you've chewed up that green pasture of his word and so you're the sheep of his pasture what are you going you're going to sit down a little while and you're going to chew the cud you're going to chew the cud you bring this word up that's what he says meditate Meditate for a human would mean to mutter the word. You mutter the word. Let's see. What's your favorite verse? Somebody tell us, say out your favorite verse. By stri- Let's use the end of it. By his stripes we are healed. Because i want to do an illustration, uh, a demonstration for you. When I was in, in, in Bible college and seminary and stuff like that, we had a, a teacher that I greatly respected. A teacher that said, I want you to do this assignment for me. He said, I want you to get some kind of an alarm clock or start watch. I want you to take 15 minutes each day and take a verse or two. And I want you to meditate that verse for 15 minutes straight. And I want you to have a notepad, something with a pen and that you can take record and record what goes on in you when you do this. So I took, let's take Isaiah 53, five by his stripes, we are healed. Now, I took a different verse in Romans 12, one or two. But what I did was what you're supposed to. We wrote it down. We wrote it out and we used King James back then. So we wrote it out. And so we, we just said uh, we just sat down and took the stopwatch over here, took the Bible out. Sometimes I like to it says watch and pray. I like to rock and pray sometimes when I'm praying and just begin. Father God, I, I, I need to know, reveal, open the eyes of my heart. Open the eyes to see exactly every little aspect. Father God, this is a diamond before me. Your word is like a diamond, a jewel. And Father God, I want to put this jewel before me and meditate on it. I want to to see every sparkle in this jewel, Father. So Father God, I'm going to mutter this verse. I'm going to speak it out loud. Father God, I thank you. your word says in Isaiah 53 5, He was wounded for my transgressions, He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon Him, and by His stripes we are healed. I think about it just a minute. I think about it. Father God, I say it again. Father God, that's chewing the cud. Your mouth is chewing it over and over. Father God, Your word says, for he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. By his stripes, we are healed. Oh, praise you, Father God. Oh, I worship you for that. Oh, bless your name, Father God. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon you. And by His stripes I am healed. Oh, bless your name, Father God. He. Praise you, Father God. Jesus, you were wounded for my transgressions. You were bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon you. and by your stripes, I am healed. By your stripes, I am healed. By your stripes, I am healed. Thank you for it. Praise you, Father God. Ye tarasutusha, And about that time, the pen in my hand, I begin to, things will come up in here. Insights, my eyes start to open more. Insights come in and I start writing it down. And the teacher at the end of this assignment, it was one week on one verse and one week on another verse. And we had to turn in what we would written down. And the teacher said, A plus outstanding. Not because I'm a genius or anything like that, because enlightenment came. Understanding came. I could see the diamond sharper and see the different colors and the, the different angles of sparkle in a greater way as I turned it around and around and around. And more of the word would come up like in the cow and I could chew that and begin to digest and those verses became an absolute part. I'm not bragging, but I could stand up here without notes and preach you a revival or a seminar on Romans 12, 1 and 2. The different revelation that came out of that. Why? Because I was being... A blessing to the Lord by taking his word, digesting, digesting that word so that it becomes part of me. Possessed. You heard that word possessed, right? Usually it means something negative, right? By something with the mean guy doing. But you know what? Possessed of the spirit of God. Why? Through the word. Through understanding the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. By The Holy Spirit. That's why I keep saying over and over again, let's become friends with the Holy Spirit. Why is that? Because Jesus said, I have to go away. And, And it says in the word, he's seated at the right hand of God. But it says in the word, he sent. If I'm going away and I'm going to send someone to you. He'll open your eyes and reveal to you me. What I have for you, and who I am to you and who you are in me. He'll do that. And so you'll understand and you'll be me. You'll be Jesus. Did you know that's why you're still here? Did you know that's why when you said, Jesus, save me. That's just something that I said to him whenever at 14 years old and and first assembly of God, Kennedy, Texas, way over here on the uh, the western end of the altar. There's two altars in the western end and I'm down there just to just to carry on before the Lord. And I wasn't real sure exactly what was going on. I just knew this evangelist said I needed Jesus. So I called out and I said, Jesus, save me. The minute we say that, what happens? Behold, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. What happens? If you'll open, what happens? I'll come in. Amen. Come on now. Amen. Woo. <laughs> I can get happy over that now. <laughs> I'll come in. I'll move in with you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. He moves in and takes possession of your house, your residence. But he said, I'm going to have to go to the father and be there and I'm going to send someone else In in that Koine Greek. That word I'm sending another sending you another comforter. What do you mean another comforter? Because Jesus was the comforter to them up till then. But I'm sending you another comforter, even the spirit of truth who will be with you. How long? How long? Forever. Don't we sing a song forever? (laughs) Forever. Weren't we singing forever earlier? He'll be with you. He'll dwell in you forever. And what's his purpose? What's he to do? The Bible says this in 2 Corinthians 3, 17. uh, We all with an open face, our eyes opened and ready to receive with open face. Behold, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. And we're transformed into that same image from glory to glory. We look at Jesus Amen. We look at Jesus and what happens? All of a sudden we're turning into Jesus. Can you see that? That's what your Bible says. That's the grand vision. That's the reason when you said, Jesus, save me. Jesus, I believe that's the reason God didn't say, do not pass. Go do not collect $200. Go straight to heaven right now. That's the reason you're still here. (laughs) What monopoly. Amen. That's why you're still here, because you're to be transformed into Jesus. How do we transform into Jesus? We stare at his word. We meditate his word. Did you know there was such a I I wrote a a note to this teacher in Bible college. I said, you've changed my life forever, brother. Now, he didn't literally do that. But that assignment he gave me changed my life and transformed something in me, gave me this hunger for Jesus. Uh, the, I, I remember the other night we were at the old place and Dola says something about what do you, you want to you watch something? You want to watch uh, The Rifleman? That's good and clean, right? The Rifleman? I said, no, no, I want the word. I want the word. That's what he's after. We got we gotta, to be like him, to transform in him, we go after the word. I'm not bragging on me, please, people, please. No, don't, don't ever accept that. I, 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 don't, I don't have this giant ego. I'm not up here to, for everybody to look at me. Okay, someone, okay, I understand, I understand. <laughs> Amen. So Psalm number one, the person, what happens? They delight in the law, they meditate on it day and night, they're transformed. It says they're like trees planted along the riverbank Bearing fruit each season, their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do. Now, if you prosper, how can you be a blessing uh, for the, the hope? I'll call it the hope bucket. OK, how can you be a blessing for the hope bucket to help those? In need? in How can you do that if you're not blessed already? So he said it right there. They'll prosper in all they do. You're not limited by that nine to five, by that time clock. You'll prosper in all you do so you can be a blessing. So you can bless people like Abraham was assigned and said, in you shall all nations of the earth be blessed. So the place of blessing, how do we we be a place of blessing? We We be a blessing ourselves, each of us individually as a family. Step into this, get this work. That's your homework assignment for this week. Take 15 minutes every day. Set your clock on your phone, your stopwatch (laughs) before the Lord. Sit before the Lord. Pick out a verse or two that you you really love. Pick it out and meditate like I showed you. Begin to say it out loud to yourself over and over and just worship him with it and see what happens. See what happens to you in your soul. See how that reacts inside you. See how it spiritually attunes you to the Holy Spirit. Because you understand this is the language book of heaven right here. That's right. I found out through the years when he talks to me, he talks this. He talks what's in here, takes this word, makes it from a logos. That's, a, that's one of those Greek words, a logos written down on this page. He speaks it forth out and it becomes live, living, and it becomes a rhema word. The written word spoken out with power. That's what it becomes. And that's why you need to get it in you. You need to make it a part of you because that's where blessing comes from. Amen. To speak well. You can speak this word over people. I speak. We speak. We call you all the healed of the Lord. We call you all the blessed of the Lord. We call you all the prosperous of the Lord, not limited by a paycheck. The prosperous of the Lord. We've lived that for months and months now. No reason in the world we should be able to move. No reason in the world, no reason in the world we should be able to, 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 to live based upon the means that we have. But yet what happens? God provides. Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise your name, Lord Jesus. I'm going to to be continued. OK, I, I, I want to ask each of you, bring someone home with you next Sunday. Remember a place to call home, a church to call family. Bring someone home with you. I've told Dola from the day we started, folks are going to be coming home. Every day, every folks are going to be coming home. Amen. You know, we had someone receive the Lord Jesus. Was it last Sunday, Dola? She, come, she comes in. Uh, Rachel brought one of her friends and, and wasn't necessarily real positive about things the first time she was here. But the second time she comes up and says, I want to believe in Jesus. I want to receive. Hallelujah. I I, I was ready to do a happy dance at that that moment. Glory to God. And and one of the things I'm asking at night when we're praying together, Father God, give us the heathen for our inheritance. As it says in your word. Amen. Pray that. y'all. That's an assignment. Pray that. Lord, give me the heathen for, for my inheritance. And bring folks home with you. Amen. Glory to God. Be a witness. Be a blessing. And I want to bless you right now. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. Oh, that's a blessing. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his shalom, which means nothing missing, nothing broken, totally blessed. The love of God, the grace of the Lord Jesus, and the communion, koinonia, friendship of the Holy Spirit be with each of you in his name. Be blessed.